somebody, hit them in the back of their head, you thought they was going to be out. But they turned around, punched you so hard in your throat, you didn't know what to say. And now you're like, oh, my God, they attacked me. Stop caring. Oh, Stop. my God. Why did you do this to me? Shut the fuck up. That don't make no sense to me. It's time for the Homos Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. I am at Troy Weeks Music Everywhere. Y'all already know who it is. It's your girl, you I go by Arashi Supanova. I am artist. I'm Joyelle, the sexy stylist and soulful. Hello, everybody. I'm John B. I'm still styling on this side. What's your name? Where you from? Talk to me. From Jersey, like Troy said. Four Atlanta female figure here with y'all. Born and raised in Harlem. Staying out in LA right now. Speak almost. Without further ado, let's get right to it. What's up, guys? It's your boy Troy Weeks Music here, and if you're hearing my voice, you know what that means. It's time for the Homos Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Another week and another chance to give you something new that you didn't get last week. So without further ado, we want to get things moving because we got some special guests in the building. So without further ado, first on our list of today, gentlemen all the way from New Jersey. Of course, we got New Jersey, New York, and Atlanta in the building tonight. But from New Jersey, special guest artist for this week, who we're going to be talking with all week about what he does. What's your name? Where you from? Talk to me. Hello, everybody. I'm John B. from Jersey, like Troy said, and still styling on this side. That's what I'm talking about, baby. All right, all right, all right. And of course, special guest host back again, Miss Joelle. Talk to him. Tell him about yourself, sexy. Hello, I'm Joyelle, the sexy, stylish, and soulful Atlanta female figure here with y'all. <laughs> awesome. That's what I'm talking about, baby. We got you. I heard it. I heard you out of clear. And of course, Standing next to me, ladies and gentlemen, special guest in the building today for the first time. We have, who, who are you? Tell me who you are. I go by Arashi Supanova. I am an artist, born and raised in Harlem. Staying out in LA right now, and I'm just here. And he's here, just like that. Mm. Boom. And last but not least, before we end this out, the queen of Homo's Talk Show. Talk to him, baby. Y'all already know who it is. It's your girl, Yuri D. Wow, just like that. She got something special in the oh, she's holding on to over there. We're gonna talk about it later. And of course I am at Troy Weeks Music Everywhere, so you can find me anywhere. And let's get right into this. First and foremost, we kick things off right to the homos tea, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, let's get right to it. So the New York Times article talked about CFO gay love. This is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. So the New York Post article talked about Christian Jones being cut for CFL's Eskimos after anti-gay Twitter rant. I don't know if you guys seen it, but what he actually said was, you know, a man shouldn't be with a man and a woman shouldn't be with a woman. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that's what he said. Um, but because of that, he got cut. So this is what we're talking about. His tweet sounded kind of typically anti-gay ignorance. The article explains that CFL says that they stand proudly beside the LGBT community and won't stand for such phobic ignorance. Christian was fired. That made me wonder, is Canada's football league that much more welcoming than the NFL? In 2015, Michael Sam was also CFO's first openly, um, open, only openly gay player for half the season anyway. Sounds kind of like an excuse for simply the CFL to find an excuse to fire Christian, but it is kind of good enforcing this, you know, otherwise anti-gay players institution to take a second look at the gays. Do you guys think that's what's happening um, in this situation? Um, I guess I'll start with myself first and foremost because I feel like it's important that in this day and time of what we're living in and what we're doing that people know that we're not playing. No matter all across the board, you know what I'm saying? Like, respect is respect, and we're everyone's going to be sensitive about a lot of things. So just be careful what you say, because when you put it out for the world to see, 
you know, it's going to be out there. So when people can look at it and see it, they have their opinions, and that's just something that comes along with it. So you got to be ready for that if you're going to put something publicly out like that. So that's what happened. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to move these along. I'm going to go with uh, Miss Yuri on this one real fast. Miss Yuri, what do you have to say about this? Um, I mean, yes, every, you have to be mindful of everything that you do. But um, I, I think that we're at a state where I think it's a little unfair um, to dig back so far to bring things up. Um, a lot of people are doing that. Like, I don't think people should be accounted for things they did back when they were 13, 14 years old. Um, I mean, we can discuss it, but they shouldn't get roasted or it shouldn't be very problematic. Um, but yes, we all need to be mindful of what we say, what we do, and this is not the time to, you know, to be saying anything that can be construed um, as something that it shouldn't be. Gotcha. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see um, how you're looking at me, John B. What you, what you thinking about this? Well, um, this is the thing. Um, so many people, especially I think in the black community, feel that way. Um, uh, it's got, it's kind of hard, hard to say. Um, I think that I, I didn't get to watch the um, the video, and I don't know if he did that when he was younger or not. Um, but you know what? If you know, as long if you cannot like what, or you don't feel that that's right, so be it. I might not like the fact that he slept with ten girls in one week. That's my opinion. You a hoe. So, <laughs> like, but it's like as long as I don't say well. If you a hoe, you can't be here, and this and the third. If I'm not shunning you for being a hoe, don't shun somebody for being gay. Don't shun somebody for whatever they decide to choose to do in their life. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if, but that's how you feel. That's how you feel. That's not a problem. I have a friend that don't agree uh, wholeheartedly with my lifestyle, but we're still friends. So um, it's like I feel that there's a, a give and a take, and it's just a it's an understanding. You know, it's like you don't have to, you don't have to partake. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I mean, that, that's what the word is. It's, that's what it's supposed to be about. You can have conversations. I can be a, a, a Christian, and my friend can be an atheist. We can have conversations and still be friends. I feel in my eyes. So that's all. Got you. All right, now I get it. Your point and your opinion. Yeah, I understand. Well, oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask. I don't say nothing. Really, calm down. I'm gonna ask. Arashi. No, I was gonna oh. sign on to what he was saying, but I'm gonna let it carry on. Oh, you was gonna co-sign something. You wanna go ahead? If it's important, you don't get it out. <laughs> well, um, I, I I definitely agree with him. Um, because if I I don't believe in something and you don't believe in something, we can have a mutual understanding. But if you have that friendship, that means they're open to change. Like, um. Obama, he wasn't for, you know, gay marriage, and it was having people work with him in that office that were gay that changed his opinion. So I don't think that just because somebody's one way means that you should handle them that way. You should always handle them with love because love will change the way people think, and it'll show them that not everybody is the way that they think that they are. All right, all right. Come on now. I heard that, Miss Yuri. 
Thank you for that. That's like your teamwork right there. And I'm going to ask Arashi real quick because he's going to step to the side and take a photo. You see this beautiful work. You got to get some photos taken real fast. But he gonna, he's right here with us. But Arashi, what do you think about this? What do you think about the topic of what happened with CFL and Christian Jones? Um, well, because I'm, you know, uh, a male who is attracted to other males, I think fuck him, one. And two, I mean, we have to think about how severe it is that we fire people from their jobs for not agreeing to, you know, what the mass population thinks about whatever the fuck everyone else is doing. I mean, who, you know, he could have his opinion, but like, I don't understand the severity in which people are now so sensitive. Like, you have to be just like us. Like, people don't know how to cope, cope, cope habitate. So, I think, yeah, but I think fuck him, because he's weird. <laughs> All right, now, you heard it here first. You said it with a big F. Clearly, you heard it. So, yeah, so we're going to keep this moving. Um, Joelle, please talk to me. Tell me what you think about this. I'm in agreement with Yori and Paul. Um, as far as what he said in their opinion, it should have had nothing to do if it did not affect his job. If he could still bring your touchdowns, regardless of if he believes Gaze is good, Gaze is not, he's still bringing your touchdown. He's doing his job. So as far as what he thinks personally, I think that is um, irrelevant to what his job was. And secondly, I have nephews. <clears throat> who I'm the first trans that they ever met, but they still respect me as Auntie Joy, and knowing I am a transgender, still respect that yeah, I'm Yeah, talk about it. But they don't really like the LGBT style. And at first I was trying to get them out of making, well, I did get them out of making jokes and all these little remarks about LGBTs, but I can't, I have to let them have their own opinions. I don't care how you feel. We old enough to agree to disagree. I might not like what you do. You might not like what I do. But as long as we stay in a respectful place and agree to disagree on whatever, and you respect me and I respect you, your opinion shouldn't matter to how our relationship is. So like he said, we're not going to agree with everything, but at least we can come to understand where we respect each other and still not beat nobody down just to make our point or build each other up. Yes, that's a valid point. Thank you for that. I mean, I was I think my mic was muted. You didn't hear me say it, but I was saying yes for that respect level that you built with your family. I think it's important as young people, you know, growing now in this day and age that they see that. It's very important. This is who I am. I understand this is the time that we live, and respect is respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so, that feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope somebody can watch this and get something from that and that. You know what I'm saying? Pretty dope. Um, so, we're going to move things along to our next topic, and we're going to kick things over to Miss Yuri. Are you ready for Miss Yuri? All right, so we'll go ahead and start um, with our next topic. And this may be a post, but someone in the world feels that way. And how would you, nice AF, enlighten this person? So nice as fuck, how would you enlighten them? Um, so I'm going to start by reading um, the, um, the post. Um, I love being white and love being gay. Maybe people of color should take pride in their own skin color and celebrate black men and women's success stories instead of using white people as a punching bag for their failures. Stop pushing our skin color like it's the holy grail. And then so um, in response, it is white gay men are still white men at the end of the day and will always show it. I don't know why it's so hard for black gay men to recognize that you are black first and foremost, 
before anything. Um, that's a lot to take in, um, because there's a lot of factors to that. Um, um, but I do feel like there is space for everyone to be enlightened. Um, and I, 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 I just, a lot of times I feel like gay white men specifically, um, don't understand anything they, they, because they come from a place of privilege and then the gay just makes it even worse. Um, I personally feel with my encounters with gay, um, white, um, so whatever it is, like they're borderline white supremacist to me, um, because they all feel entitled. Talk about it. You know, they feel so much better. Mm-hmm. And they be with the nastiest shit, putting racks and stuff and they body parts and stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, acting like they better than everybody. Um, so, yeah. Um, you said racks. Damn. You took it there? Girl, racks? Yeah. I mean, they, they just, they're a little nasty. You know, Damn. like, who came up with snowballing? That wasn't a black thing. What the hell is a snowball? I'm sorry. Oh, when you come in one person's mouth and you kiss and pass it on to no, no. person has to swap. No, that's real life. Who would do that? No, that's real life, and that's a white people thing. Oh but um, yeah. Um, so I I just don't understand why a gay white man would say that. Um, with not having any education on anything that's going on in any community because they come place of privilege and they always feel like they're better because gay gay is something that makes you special and then they already come from a place of privilege so they're, they're the worst people they're damn near white supremacists but um yeah um what do you think Troy? um first of all all I hear in my head is the village people you know you know, that's all I see when I see you. I'm white and I'm gay. Like, okay, first of all, who are you to have to make that opinion? Because guess what? Nobody cares. At the end of the day, you just wanted to say something in the moment and feel special and people talking about it. But who cares? Like, who are you? Who cares what you think in regards to that? At the end of the day, I think it was a wake-up call for black gay men to really wake up and see. You know what I'm saying? It's important that they see certain things. It really is. Like, wake up and see people. This is what people think. Some people think this way what people think so you know i think it was important to talk about when i saw it i was like Mm-mm-mm. we are family not the rest of the black people song no but village people you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about the feathers and the angel and the guy with the left ymca ymca that's what i think about when i hear um when i saw that article so you know i think he needs to you know take himself somewhere else and uh go have several seats you know there's a lot of empty stadiums you know because of covid you can go try a whole bunch of them out go sit your ass down and try a couple of these empty stadiums. That bullshit you're trying to pull, it ain't worth nothing. Nobody cares. And I'm glad we're talking about it for a real five minutes and we're going to keep it moving because people need to notice. So for our black LGBTQ people that we talk to, wake up because this is what people are thinking out in these streets. That's my opinion. All right. Enjoy it. How do you feel? I'm finished laughing a little bit. I kind of um, <laughs> agree with uh, a lot of what y'all was saying. Like they are privileged. Um, white already come with privilege and being gay, that's like a, a super, like supremacist, like you said. And nine times out of 10, a lot of them is not being around black gay men to really know exactly what 
the black um, gay life is going through. So the opinions really to me doesn't matter because you don't know my lifestyle. You don't, you never walked in my shoes. You never walked in my hood. Talk about it, talk yeah. about it. So you would not know on how my love is. <clears throat> and like you said, white gay people, gay men, has strange sexual acts that some black men might, black uh, couples might experience, but we see more of whites doing the gerbils and the booty hole and all those rats and stuff like that. But my thing is, to each his own. It don't matter to me too much of what they think. Take several seats. Your opinion doesn't matter until you can sit there and honestly understand what we go through as well as we can sit there and understand what you're going through. I don't be around enough of y'all to really know what your life is. I just hear and see on the internet and do certain people what some of the things y'all do that I might not do. But <laughs> I be enough around my color and in my hood to know what I do. So therefore, I might have more of an opinion or a concern of what my color is and not nobody else. But like you said, have several seats. Because that, that, that article was just a mess to me, in my opinion. Well, Joya, what would your nice as fuck enlightenment be for them? Say it again? What would you say nice as fuck to them to enlighten them? <laughs> what, right. would say, what would I say nice? Mm. Fuck. As and fuck. What would you say with a little bit of shade, girl? <laughs> oh, God, Lord Jesus. Let me see what can I say for a little, with a little bit of shade. Hmm. A little bit. Okay. See, like I said, to each his own. You might like rats putting your behind. We like baby dildos. <laughs> <laughs> we all got a fetish that we probably don't agree with. <laughs> but that's nice, but I won't judge you. Is that a good or should I say those that judge don't matter and those that matter won't judge, so therefore you don't matter to me, so I don't care about what you're judging me about? Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, me personally, I probably would go out the way and tell them that if they weren't always just using black men as sex toys, um, you know, as seen in so many porn sites, oh, smashed in some black cakes or, you know, or being dominated by this mangingo. Like, mm. you can mm. those terms show you how racist they are. Black people are only seen as mangingo or something's always objectified as something of strength or something that they dominated. Just like when they stole this land from a culture, they, you know, they dominated it. So they do that with our bodies as well. Like everybody besides white is a fetish or or a toy to them. Like oh, sexy Asian women. You don't never see them say sexy white women. They they objectify everybody else that's not them. So can I? Can I? Would be, they'd be educated if they weren't only just trying to screw us. That part, that part. Can I just throw something in here? You are so preach. right. Yeah, but come on, preaching here. Talk but that's just like not even whether it's gay or not even in a straight world. They used to sit there and have something to say. 
why do the blacks go after the whites? And you know how many people in my family, you know why the white girls are getting us white men, uh, us black men? Because they're willing to do everything we want. Back in the days, a black woman did not feel it was right or respectful for you to ask them to suck dick. But a white woman would put it down the throat. <laughs> so then was like, yeah, it was certain. When, when it comes to white people coming into our world, it is like you said, it's just a fantasy. It's just sex. It's just men. You know, it's the sex of it. But they're not really trying to get into, not most of them, not trying to get into the mind frame and stuff like that. But, you know, how this world is, sometimes sex just sells everything or runs everybody's mind. Yeah, they everybody in charge. They like playing, um, playing in our culture and everything and having sex with it. They'll steal it. Like, they'll call us ghetto if we say, cash me outside. But old baby, um, go do it, and now she's a sensational hit. It's like they, they like we've been wearing do rags forever, and then Gucci come out with some do rags, and now it's hot bag. Like, I, I just don't get it, and you know that's that's a perfect example of privilege because we was ghetto, we was tacky, we shouldn't be wearing it to work, and white people doing it now, and it's high fashion. It's okay. But, um, whew, I'm so sorry. Um, anybody else want to, um, want to go in on, uh, um, well, John, do you, I, I, I think you might want to have something. Yes, please, because I know you got something to say. All right, so real quick to Christopher, 500 feet away on Grinder, white, only just a preference. Um, that little post kind of teased me off because you did touch on it that they want to screw us and everything like that. It's like, yeah, they'll have their little um, just a preference only like white men, but that two, three o'clock in the morning when your thing go boop, boop, and it's um, oh, what's that black dick like? Alright. So, that's number one. Number two, ain't nobody not happy with being black except for maybe that Candace bitch. And maybe uh, uh, the girl from, um, what's not White Chicks, what's the other movie? Clueless. Those might be the only two that I know of that might not be happy with them being black. Okay, I'm very happy being black. Most black people are very happy being black because our culture is the one culture that is all over the world. No matter what we do, it's like, it's copied, and it's, it's, it's taken out of our context, and when everybody else does it, oh, it's so amazing. But it, it started here, it originated here. So it's kind of like Lil Richard. We're like, y'all don't give me credit for nothing. And we're not attacking you. Let me tell you something. We're not attacking you. We are responding to some shit you did. Okay? So when you did that, well, I don't really like working with him. Behind somebody's back, and they wind up hearing it, and then something is said to you, or you're attacked, or it's put on Facebook, and now everybody now hears something that you said, and now you're in jeopardy of losing your job, it's because of something that you did. No one's attacking you. If you didn't say shit, we wouldn't have said shit. But since you said shit, knock, knock, bitch. 
Come on. Yeah. So, like, it's, I, I just don't understand how you can be like, oh, it's, it's so crazy. It's like you throw a rock at somebody, hit them in the back of their head. You thought they were going to be out, but they turned around, punched you so hard in your throat, you didn't know what to say. And now you're like, oh, my God. They attacked me. Stop caring. Oh, Stop. my God. Why did you do this to me? Shut the fuck up. That don't make no sense to me. You sound crazy. Like, if you hit me with a brick, and I beat your ass. It's my fault. <laughs> so, is that Diagnosis and was almost in tears after reading this article. 
Should Jada and August have dated? Why and why not? Is this less of a question on dating someone too young for you and more of a question on dating someone who is more physically mentally ready to date? Or when is, when is someone not really ready to date, in your opinion? So, you know, this is a juicy topic. I know y'all going to have some things to say about cell phone. Um, first of all, you know, there's cougars out there and um, nothing wrong with being a cougar. But if you got a whole TV family marriage, you know what I'm saying, you got, you know, you know, you, you put yourself in a certain place. And being in a certain place, I think you you know, always think about, you know, your celebrity. You know what I'm saying? So think about these things. And I feel like what's done in the dark comes to the light. The Bible says that. So you can't expect somebody to experience something to not want to talk about the joy of the love he found in something he did. He found himself in the love triangle, out in the Bermuda Triangle out there in, in, in uh, Pickett Smith land. You know what I'm saying? He found himself. Like, he found love in a hopeless place. He was, you know, going through, found love, and I feel like you can't mess with somebody when they find love. You don't play those games. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you know what I'm saying? So what he said wasn't malicious, it wasn't bad. He told the truth, you know, he told his truth. And so I applaud this man, <laughs> August Alcina, Afro, I love it. I wasn't trying to be shady. I'm just saying it's different. When people do different shit out of nowhere, something's up. So I just was trying to figure out what was up. So, you know, now knowing you're telling your truth and your story different in a, in a different enlightenment place in yourself, shout out to you, brother. Tell your story and tell the truth. I feel like, you know, we've known for, you know, years that they were swingers and doing things in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? So that's not nothing new. I don't know why you're trying to hide it. But the fact that they, you know, I totally agree what Maddie said. They should have nurtured that man and took him in and showed him a thing or two and not brought him in the bedroom because that, you know, messed up, you know, everything. You know what I'm saying? For this man, you know, to, you know. but again, there's a time and a place for everything. Ooh, there's a time. Sorry, I'm sorry. There's a time and a place for everything. You know, so when it comes to, you know, when it comes out, it comes out and it came out the time it's supposed to. Um, and I feel like when it comes to the question of dating someone too young or dating someone physically, mentally ready, I feel like the age has nothing to do with it. Um, it has nothing to do with your age because you can just be mentally in the same space with different ages. So it's more about when that person is ready, period. Like, when, if they're ready, you're ready. You're the same time, the same place, the same way, at the same time. Bam, let's do this. Let's be together. Ooh, first of all, I'm, I'm in the monitor right now. But I'm, you're, you got a face, girl. What happened? Talk to me. What you think about all this? So Rashi's back. Come on, Rashi. Um, now you're um, to go. To set the that they were just fine having that shit with him. As long as there was an understanding. Um, and I think they probably wanted to have that relationship with him because he was younger. A lot of men in their younger age, they're only, even though they want to tell you they want a relationship, they're in it for the sex. And so with Will and Jada's understanding, if they're in a marriage and they're not going to leave each other, or whatever. So, in order for him to be involved or whatever, he would have to understand that they are the couple. He's just there to hold her over until whenever or whatever. So, um, I think it was smart for them to use somebody young because they're usually not as emotionally attached, especially men or whatever. But, um, I mean, yeah, they could have took him in and mentored him, but... Um, you know, either way, he was going to date, whether he had a mental illness or not, or if he was stable or not. Um, I think some of my best experiences were from dating older. But, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. Uh, okay. Okay, girl. All right, so look at you looking all cute. Anyway, um, <laughs> hmm, I'm going to go with John B. on this one. Move to this man perspective. What's your thing, John B.? Young man, young man, shut the hell up. 
That's all. I, when I first heard it, I was like, first and foremost, hashtag, who gives fuck? We knew that Will and Jada liked to fuck around 15 years ago. That, that was that was the news back then. We didn't care then. So now they're trying to bring it back up. We already know they free. It's Hollywood. Everybody is having sex with everybody. If you having sex with everybody in the regular hood, what makes you think that Hollywood isn't having sex with everybody? Talk about it. When you have the access, you don't have shit to do. You got millions and millions of dollars. You don't got to go to work today. You're not worried about your lights being cut off. What else you going to do? You don't have to worry. You don't have to work. You got to go have some sex. Why not? And when you don't have sex 50 times with your wife and you decided together y'all want to go and have sex with somebody else, else, allegedly, then you go ahead and you do that. Who cares? My thing is, why are you out there selling? See, don't let me become famous because if you start doing shit like that, before the before the condom comes out, you're gonna have to sign a little piece of paper. So if you really trust and believe that you gonna you wanna spill some tea and be relevant for a little while, let you know that them lawyers are gonna eat that ass up. Okay? We now I'm gonna play those kind of games. They did take him in. They took him in and they taught him some things. I would like to know what some of those things are because he's kind of cute. After he takes that thing on, um, that failed attempt of being Takashi Six Nine colorful wig off, it, you know, once once that comes up, comes, up, I thought I actually when I first saw I, I it, was a wig. I, I was like, wait, I was like, this looks. I thought it was a skit from SNL. I'm like, what the hell is that on his head? But and you know what he looked like? You remember that game on the um the the um. Not the light bright, but the little, the little uh, rainbow bright. You remember the rainbow bright doll? Didn't he look like a rainbow bright doll that you found at the thrift store and it was all matted and down the side of their face and stuff? That's Disrespectful. <laughs> That's what he looked like to me. But I'm just saying, be quiet. If you, I mean, if you was an adult, they was an adult. For what? Who cares? Okay? If they, if they, if they did it or did it, don't. No one really cares. We're trying to get the the country up and running, and I don't care who Jada Smith smashed. What they everybody feel like they try to, then they just try to talk about her smashing. Um, uh, what's the dude? Uh, uh, not Snoop. Help me. The rapper that that died. Come on. Pop Smoke. No, 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 no. Way back in the day, it was like her friend or something. Um, not Biggie. Jesus. Tupac. Tupac? Yeah. They, they said that, that a couple, you know, like a year when the movie came out, they wanted to put that out there. No kids, why are they counting Jada's pussy? Damn. Leave that girl pussy alone. It's a shame. I just want, I just made me think about her movie. <laughs> but that's all. That's that was a good one. Just, just hush. Just, you gonna do your dirt? Do your dirt and keep it to yourself. Is, is it, well, I think is some it people- just your dirt?
uh, 12 and they pulled them into the room was like, ooh, we into some shit. Like, he was wrong when he did it. So it's not like a thing that needs to be, like, if I was touched as, uh, as a young child, that's di- and it comes out, that's different. But me, right. who I screwed when I was 25, does not mean anything. Because I was 25. If I was right. 18, if I was 17 in some states, 16 in some states, it doesn't matter because I decided upon myself to go on and do the freaky sneaky. That's it. So it's, who cares? I think that's a freaking sneaky. You old school. Okay, old school. Um, Mr. Joel, talk to me. What do you think about the Trump situation? Uh, they like to, who cares? I mean, Sal, back in the day, sometimes when you're old fashioned, you might say, don't do this, don't do this. But see, being in as a grown folk and the way this company is today, and the shit I have seen since I've been in Atlanta, child, who cares? There's swingers, there's a lot of open relationships, guys like to have sex with two girls and they do all that stuff. Some people are just openly free with their sex, um, sex um, throwing. If that's what you want to do, you go right ahead. That don't mean that has nothing to do with me. Why should, why does it matter? Because they celebrities? I mean, that's only it matters. Y'all don't know what I'm doing in my bedroom. I could be sitting there doing Men, women, dogs, and cats. I ain't gonna know, but if y'all find out, I'm not a celebrity, so deal. But so therefore, with who, what people do behind closed doors, mind your business. I mean, some people like dildos, some people like a bees, some people like girls, some people like both, some people like orgies. You know, if that's what they want to do, we'll get it off. Now, mentally, as long as he's an adult. There's not a lot of people that sit there and say, oh, I'm, inter- I'm going to interview this person. Hey, well, I find you attractive. Are you mentally stable to have sex with me? Let's make that a couple of questions. The question is to make sure your mind is right and we can have. Sometimes you'll be under the influence, and if you're a girl, your kitty might turn, might need to be stroked. And you found somebody that can stroke you good. You're probably not going to keep them. But you're just here for sex. You're not here for relationships. Some people got that um, put like that. But like I said, Jada, I wouldn't worry about where she putting her coochie at because I don't want her to worry about where I'm putting my goody goody at. <laughs> so, so swingers, open marriage, it's nothing new. Just because they're celebrity, I think that's why y'all making it such a big deal. Come on, we always do them to be kind of freaky and album when it comes to their relationship. That's what, oh, John, you want me to talk about it? I'm going to get to yourself. All right now. Let's see. You're telling you're saying something important now. What you say now? Oh, no, I was just saying if you want to, you know, I, I think they're both sexy, so, if, you know, they're going to give me a call. I know how to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Go we, Kelly. we can do some things on that red table, baby. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with you. Like, so you just listen, just give me a call. We like call. I think August was the most qualified because he was a looker and he surely has the means or whatever. So I, I think but, she was very happy because she had a young, long, strong. All of her good stuff. Yes. I'm glad y'all talking about long and strong. Y'all so excited. 
because that's going to end Hummel's Tea, but I got a special announcement. We're going to leave this whole excitement right here before we get, first and foremost, y'all, screaming from the top of my lungs. You can't see it because I can't scream, but I'm screaming. So, <clears throat> we have a special announcement for the entire LGBTQ plus community and beyond. Noah's Ark reunion special, y'all. Ooh, hope you guys are excited because I'm excited. Like, whoa, huge, big, um, monumental. It was amazing. So, um, I'm excited. Can you hear me? Can you talk? Oh, I'm excited that, you know, it actually happened. I'm excited that it actually happened. I'm excited that, you know, they did it. They did it. They did it. They pulled it off. They made it look like the corona, like all the times that we're living in right now, which worked out. So that was super exciting. I'm so dope and so excited they did it. I did watch it myself. So I saw, um, where was I when Noah's Ark was new? Hmm. I was young trying to figure some things out. That's what I was doing. I was young trying to figure some things out. That's what I was trying to do. You know, like a lot of us. I felt like being, during that time, being gay was a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was huge. So, I feel like, sorry. I felt like it was important for people of our culture during that time to make things move. And they did that. So, um, real fast, one minute, two minutes, tell me what you think. I'm going to go to Yuri first. What do you think, Yuri? Miss Yuri, what, did you get a chance to check out Noah's Ark? What did you think about it? Um, I think it was a good, um, a good, you know, show. Um, actually, um, a boy I know, um, was in the show or whatever, um, here in Atlanta. His name is Brandon Carson, and, um, he actually did an interview on the Hey Mikey show, um, the other day. Um, and how Daryl Stevens reached out to him to be in the show. So when the show came out, he was like 13, 14. Um, and so now that he's in the show, um, you know, like, I, I want to go harder for the show. It's like, it's always been a great show because there were so many gay white shows out when it first came out. And this was the one show that represented black gay men and it had positive um, stuff going on. So I was here for it. Um, and it, it continued to be great. So, um, it, yeah, I love it, and I think everybody should check it out. Okay, now, that's actually monumental for a lot of people, someone who, you know, can see that and growing up and now be a part of it. Man, I'm uh, so excited. Um, so, Joel, you're shaking your head. What do you think about this? What, did you get a chance to check it out? What you think? For the Cedar Show, unfortunately, and Noah's Ark was always a show that I like. Like Yuri was saying, they always showed on certain uh, parts. Like, you know, around there was like queer ass folks, and we were sitting there like, okay, that's all about a bunch of gay white folks. What about the black gay folks and how they go through? When they came out with that, I was already comfortable in my skin. I was always just wondering. How do you portray it? How do you going to portray us right? Is it going to be something educational? Or is it going to be something educational? Or is it something going to be educational? Like I said, I enjoyed it. I'm so sorry I missed the um, episode. 
I didn't realize when it was coming on, you know. It, it's breaking up a little bit. I, I heard most of what you said. Um, it's breaking up a little bit, but I heard most of what you said. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to move things along to John B. John B., what did you think about Noah's Ark? Did you get a chance to check out the reunion? Have you seen it? I haven't seen the reunion, um, but it's that's a big thing. I do. There's two, there's two things that I remember growing up that made me know that something was a little different. And watching that show with old boy with the braids going back, I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't be talking about my husband. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> and then, um, and then the other thing that put the nail for me, the thing that put the nail in the coffin for me was uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Avant's uh, bed song. You know, when he was like, I know you want to see, I know you want to be, and my BD, right. slowly, and he goes, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, something's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, something's different. Something. Oh, wait a minute. I feel it. Okay. All right, Avant. I want to be in the BED, too. Um, but those two shows, uh, well, that show is monumental in that fact because it was just like, oh, okay, so there are other people out there that's like this. It's not just me. I'm not a weirdo. So... Yeah, that, that, that's dope. I'm glad they was able to do that. Yeah, well, thank you guys for that. You know what I'm saying? That was like a great special addition to what we're doing. So thank you guys for that. Appreciate you guys on um, adding to that topic. Um, so without further ado, you know what I'm saying? Please like, comment, subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. That's almost cheap. You know, we start out with that each and every week. Give you guys a little podcast. Let them know what we do. Like, comment, subscribe. All Hot Radio. Check us out. Um, you know, and, and you know, stay tuned because it's always more.